Welcome to Lash Girls Need Love Too. We are your co-hosts and lash artists, Italia and Crystal. This podcast is where we give raw and detailed tips as well as advice on how to grow and run a successful lash business. We are both in different stages of our businesses and want to share our journeys with you all. Listen and follow along if you are trying to grow your business, grow individually as a lash artist, or for authentic insight into the lash industry. Hey guys, welcome back. This is your co-host, Italia. And Crystal. And today we're going to be doing an episode on how to handle challenging clients. So you are definitely going to experience some challenging clients if you are a service provider. It just is what comes with the job. It always happens. Everybody has their experiences and stories. So we're just going to give a little bit of tips of what to do when handling a challenging client and kind of how to go about it. And by challenging, we mean um, clients who may ask a lot of questions and may make you nervous or questions things you say or question your technique. Or it could also be clients who complain about your policies. Mm-hmm. There's so many different types of yeah. challenging clients. It's not it's not all negative. However, I'm pretty sure 90% of it is usually yeah. um, negative if you like classify a client as challenging. Or like clients that are kind of rude or say certain things that make you uncomfortable or like they're just being rude towards being disrespectful towards you and your business and how to kind of like handle that so it can be very what is the word i'm looking for belittling yeah it could be just it can (laughs) i like when you're first especially when you're first starting a business because i was there once upon a time and crystal wasn't there (laughs) long ago and she's still (laughs) Try, has a little bit of trouble that <laughs> I tried to like girl uh-uh but um I know at first it can just be very like scary because you're like I want to keep every client I can I want to mm-hmm. you know make my people happy I don't want anybody to complain about my yeah. business and give it a bad name I don't want bad reviews there's so many things that you have to worry about when you're running a business and that all does matter although you know like everybody has said a million times you know, not every client is for you and you're not for every client. So sometimes it's just, that's the way it's going to be. Sometimes you won't mesh with certain people and that's okay. So first we're going to kind of go and talk about like a client that may be challenging in the way that they are rude to you. So I have experienced it several times where Mm -hmm. one of my clients have said something rude or rude gestures or just something rude. Yeah. That, um, you know, made me classify them as a rude, challenging client. (laughs) Um, And the best way to handle it that I would say would to just be to keep your cool. So I always say that like no matter what is going on in the situation, you always want to keep control of it. And the way to do that is to just be cool and calm because if you start getting worked up and you want to start an argument and curse and all that kind of stuff, That is when you're going to like automatically give your business a bad name and that's when you give them a reason to. So you just kind of always want to just, I know it kind of sucks being like, you can't like, (laughs) I don't want to say it the way I'm going to say it, but like, I know it kind of sucks being the one that has to like, let them take over and yell at you and you just have to like sit there in silence. You just have to be professional. But however, that's kind of just the best thing to do. Like that's the most professional thing because you can still handle the conversation and and like with the client and get across what you want without yeah without like cursing them cursing at them back or without yelling or like you know fighting or whatever that what's going on there's still so many ways to just keep your cool (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I would say 
when if a client is, you know, makes a rude remark and says, oh, like say they said, what's a good example of something somebody would say? Like if somebody's complaining about. That's like rude to you. Just says something rude. Like what about the time that your client was complaining about how she couldn't get the long one longer links because her natural lashes couldn't handle it. <laughs> and he, <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, okay, that's a good example. I think I've told this story before on the podcast. Yeah. Um, one of my clients wanted the longer lashes, and we, I was not willing to put them on them because it would jeopardize her, like her natural lash health. Long enough for. And yeah, yeah, her natural lashes were just very short, and we the longest we use is 14s, and I was like, no, I'm not putting them on her short lashes. Like they're not in the state to be able to handle it so I said no and then she was like well I thought because I paid for it you would just do it yeah and I was like um I never gave her that impression that I would do that I never said I would and like I literally said that I wouldn't before we started but she still thought for some strange reason that I was so she kind of got a little rude at the end and said that and I was just like well I did explain that to my best ability before we started Mm -hmm. that I wasn't comfortable using them and then I could still do a cat eye effect on you. However, I was not going to use the longest length on yeah. the ends because they cannot handle it. And she, thankfully, she like just backed down. She was just like, okay, whatever. And just like paid and like left. However, you know, and there might be in some like situations where that person gets mad and keeps going. It's like, oh, I'm not paying anymore. Or could yeah. say whatever. And you just always want to keep calm because when you start getting worked up, they can like record you or, um, you know, have actual get you reason in a bad to leave position. you a bad review or something yeah. yeah so you just always just want to like just kind of back down and kind of yeah. just be you're, the one that lets them go crazy and just yeah. not react to it because you're the face of your business and you hold the reputation for your business so any negative thing that you might react like if you react negatively it goes against you and your business so you just have to keep like Italia said, in control of the situation and in control of you and yourselves because you're representing you and your business. It's not just like you personally, how you want to react. It's you and your right. business. So you have to stay professional. So don't react like you would with a friend. Yeah. You know, or a random good. person off the street. Remember that you, this is all has to do with your business. So yeah. you just want to stay professional. Also, Although in most cases, in most businesses, like the client is always right. Although that is like true, you also have to stand up for your business and follow through with your business and what policies and standards your business has. So even though, yes, you're supposed to make the client happy and you're supposed to, you know, they're always right and make them feel like they're right you also have to make sure you're not letting people walk over you you have to also make sure people aren't walking over you and your business and you're still standing up for your business and and following through with the policies you have in place yeah because once like we i've said this before once you let someone do something once they're gonna expect it again the next time and if you don't give it to them they're gonna you know raise hell because they're gonna like oh you did it before blah 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 so Again, just always enforce your policy is And there's always. some people out there that are literally just trying to get over on you just because they think they can because the client's right. But you still have – it's still a business and it's still something that has to be, you know, 
run like a business they can't just get what they want just because especially because like a few weeks ago or a few months ago i mean to say a few months ago like the big excuse was covid which Mm -hmm. yeah it's true it was very prevalent and it was definitely i'm sure a factor and a lot of people were getting covid however it's like you know, if every single one of my clients gets COVID and everyone cancels and I'm like not supposed to charge them, then it's just like, you, you know, like my business is going to shut income. down. Yeah. yeah. And like you took up the appointment and you're still canceling same day. So like yeah. you, nobody knew they had client, I mean client, nobody knew they had COVID a week ago. Everybody had, knows the same day cancellation. It's <laughs> like, that doesn't seem to be very true. However, I'm not going to say no one had COVID, but I definitely feel like half the people that use excuse that didn't really have it. Um, and I'm not going to be like, oh, I need to see your results. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that just seemed like a lot. So instead, you just kind of have to take you the hit as a business sometimes. Policies, yeah. But there's other times that, yeah, you just have to enforce your policies. And some people may get upset, but that's just part of business. Yeah. So another factor of a client being challenging is... The client that always questions you. Yes, the questioning client. So the clients who like question your ability to be able to do your job or your education or are you doing this right or do you really know what you're doing or like where's your license or where did you know all those type of questions that people want to ask to make you feel like are and you I think legit? the most popular <laughs> one is the clients who you're not their first lash artist and they've been to several many or they love to mm-hmm. say oh I've been getting lashes for 10 years or I've been lashes of five for five years so they like are basically telling you I've had all this experience I've been to several different artists mm-hmm. so they come to you and now you do something totally different and then they're questioning your technique and what you do because it's so different from somebody yeah. else's which is okay to ask questions I, I really love when my clients ask questions because I love the more they know the yeah. more they understand and the less questions they ask in the future because they understand yeah so it is a good thing and however we always want to educate our clients but there's certain questions yeah that, that can are, seem intimidating yeah. and uncomfortable because you're like okay that's like a weird question because you know for us we have our licenses hanging in the studio so that everybody can see them in our certifications however like obviously you can just type that off of the internet and print a random fake certificate so you know that doesn't mean but so much however you know that's why your work does show for you and your business obviously mm-hmm. that's why people pick you they may look at your photos they may read you know what your business is about whatever the reason they pick your business is is should show when they come in And Mm -hmm. then after that, if they still have questions and they ask you, you can be very confident in answering them comfortably and saying, well, you know, whatever, if they ask, okay, um, I, um, oh, how long have you been certified? They come in and ask that. How long have you been doing lashes? How long are you certified? That's the big one. And you say, well. Which is not a problem, but it depends on how people are trying to come across with what they're trying to. Right. They could be saying it because they're generally curious and yeah. they, or they could be saying it because they're like checking up on you before you touch their eyes, yeah. which is understandable either way. And that is OK. However, yeah, like some people, the way they ask just comes off rude immediately and doesn't come off just like they're just wondering or they're mm-hmm. just trying to start a conversation. And if that is how it's coming off, if it's coming off rude, I would just say, well, I've been, you know, I got my cosmetology license in 2017 and I started lashing, you know, not even a year after. Um, and then I got certified shortly after I kind of learned how to lash to make sure I liked it. And I got certified in whatever year I got certified. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> and um, then you tell them that. And then, you you know, you kind of just go based off that. And then if they have additional questions, they'll keep asking. And I haven't really had many clients 
questioned me to the point where I felt really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. However, did you I have, have a lot of people like question you when you were starting or that was just like that was known? It was known that I was starting and with the person that I was working with, she got me a lot of models as well. Yeah, um, that knew. Yeah. Of. So they like she when she was reaching out to find models for me. Um, at like a cheaper price and everything like mm-hmm. that. They So they knew what they were signing up for. And then after that, when I started taking clients for a full regular price and things like that, um, I, you know, like, yeah, I was saying, yeah, I only been lashing for a year or so or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, they weren't, they didn't question me in a bad way. I've never had yeah. gotten like, oh, that's barely new <laughs> or, you know, or anything like yeah. that. I never got anything negative for when I first started. Um, it's definitely great as you do things for longer because it's mm-hmm. so nice to be more able to experience. say that you've, you know, you're mo- like more experienced yeah. and you, you know, that really does ex- like eliminate the worrying that yeah. other people worry, you know, oh my God, she's touching my eyes with these sharp <laughs> tools and she only been doing it for six months or whatever. However, yeah. you know, everybody starts somewhere and a lot yeah. of people and do that truly understand mean, that. Yeah. And just because you haven't been doing it for a longer amount of time doesn't mean that you're still not good at what you do. So I think that's like, where the disconnect is with some people who think, oh, like, although, yeah, you have more experience when you've been doing it longer, but if you're certified and educated, be confident in yourself and what you're doing and don't let people discourage you just because of what they think. Just because of your time in. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely think that's a big factor. However, honestly, people who are going to question you, you know, they, it's not always a negative thing because, yeah. you know, the more they know, the more they can tell others and, etc. So like if you have a new client and they're asking all these questions and you're answering them now when they go out into the world and see people see their lashes now they can you know say oh yeah I go to this girl who's She's been certified for this amount of time yeah. and she does so good and and it's like you know you don't you never know what's going on after they leave your mm-hmm. studio so it's like you definitely just shouldn't you know feel like oh my gosh they're hounding me and now I don't know what's going to go on next because <laughs> You know, I look at it as a positive thing, even if they're kind of sounding rude when they ask. I still try to find the positive in it so that I don't like sit there and like worry like later on and yeah. <laughs> well, laying in my bed at night like, oh, my God. Well, yeah, that's why you have to just be confident within yourself and what you're doing and don't let other people alter that kind of the way you think of yourself, because if you're confident in yourself, it doesn't matter what other people think. So just have that like confidence in yourself that you know what you're doing you're educated and you're doing your best work and no matter what people may think or what the case may be you're still doing good work they have good lashes and once they're able it's kind of like you have to prove yourself and then they'll see it but yeah you just have to be confident in yourself so then there's the challenging clients that don't (laughs) No, maybe you don't know how to read the policies or don't like the policies and want to argue with you with your policies. So this is the biggest one where you have to make sure that you aren't letting people run your business. You have to make sure that you're in charge of your business and you won't you don't let people walk all over you in a sense of them trying to tell you how you should run your business or what you should or shouldn't do and that that's not fair or whatever the case may be. Once you have your standards and your policies for your business, you don't alter them based on how people feel about them. You have to set those 
in the beginning or whenever you do set them and then follow through with them with everybody because not everybody's going to agree and not everybody's going to be understanding. But you as the business owner have to hold that, you know, responsibility for and respect for you, you and your business and not let people walk all over you. And you're probably going to make some people, (laughs) you're probably going to make some people unhappy when you do follow through with your business. But that's just what you have to do to run and grow a successful business. You can't just let it be walked over. And Natalia has some (laughs) stories and experiences with that. So Yeah. And honestly, like me and Crystal were talking before about it, how she hasn't had as much experience with this because she, you know, when she first started (laughs) in a little bit still now, now. she kind of just doesn't follow her policies. I need to take my own advice. Yeah, (laughs) she does. And that's the thing. Sometimes this podcast is good for us because we say things that we realize, okay, we're telling our listeners about like how they should do this and like giving them tips and advice. However, we're not taking our own advice sometimes. And sometimes. that does make us feel a little guilty. So <laughs> you guys definitely do push us to work, to work harder at what yeah. we need to be doing. But, um, we were talking about how she has experience much because she doesn't follow her policies as much. And then she was like, yeah, I just feel like you have so many, so many more stories. And not only because I've been lashing longer, but because I have gotten so much stricter with following yeah. my policies and not letting people walk over me and, and not making so many exceptions. Like so many more people. So it's like it, once you get to a point where you're like, there is no But point. even with doing a lot of people until I changed my policy and it became way stricter because I really didn't have much issues even when I was just you know, making people forfeit a $25 deposit. I wasn't having as much complaints and issues as I do now that it's like a hundred percent charge. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like you have to have those policies in place and more strict with it because of the amount of people you have now. Yes. And I definitely feel like there's some people who, you know, are going to be your client and they truly understand and like want to support your business and they're like you know oh I can't come today please charge me I understand and there's people who you know are gonna like oh my gosh 100 percent yeah (laughs) so I've gotten that I've gotten a client telling me don't do this to me and I was like um (laughs) I'm not trying to do anything to you I'm just following through my policy Um, I've had people get upset with me because they said they're sick and I should have like a one-time or I should be as flexible as other businesses in which there was no like specific business they were referring or like comparing me to. They were just saying I should be as flexible as other businesses. Um, And, you you know, as a small business specifically, it's not that easy to just be flexible. And the bigger businesses, the bigger companies, dentist office, then doctor's office, they don't if you cancel, they're going to charge you. And that's just what it is. So it's like, why as a small business, should we be flexible when we're the, when it hits us, if we have, you know, five cancellations in the same week, that's like a big dent in our income for us to like be stay running. So it's, yeah. I definitely feel like a lot of people don't realize that as a lash artist, you're not really making, you don't make money until you do the service, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I take deposits and stuff like that. So I make money sometimes when I'm not working. That's not enough to live off of or, you know, to like Pay run a business off of. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, it doesn't really like necessarily count that much. So like truly we don't really make our income unless we're doing the service. So if you're canceling your service and we're not charging you, for last minute cancellation and we can't fill your spot, you know, we make $0. So a lot of people don't think of it that deeply and in that way. So 
it's, it's also, annoying, but it's just how the word works. Yeah, and it's also in the way that you canceled, but somebody else probably, if they had that appointment and made it and we would have made the money, then that's where the issue is because now you took away that spot that was supposed to be filled by you and now all of a sudden you're canceling same day when somebody who maybe would have took that appointment more seriously could have came and I would have got the money. So that's like, there's just, that's what it has to be. And you have to be strict with your business. And the only way people are going to take it serious is if you are strict with your business and those things do happen in them. And then they're like, oh, let me take this a little bit more seriously. I definitely feel like when you have strict policies and you do enforce them at least 99% of the time, your business will definitely go to another level. And I mean that in so many ways. I mean that in your income. I mean that in your like your confidence in your business Mm -hmm. and just your stress level because when you just realize that, okay, I have this set in stone, everybody has agreed to it when they book their appointment and that's what I follow through with and And that person should understand, you will, your level, your business will go to another level until you make that decision and you really do enforce it and you really Mm -hmm. do follow through at least 99% of the time, you will definitely see a difference in your business, business's growth. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, it's not like a surprise that we're like hitting people with like they know about it. They read about it in our policies. They're told about it. There's they we have papers that they sign when they come in to know that like same day cancellation. It's a 100 percent charge. So it's like not like it's a surprise. So that's the thing, too, where it's crazy to me that people will try to argue it. And there's other policies, too, not just the charging policies that are issues. There's We have a policy because me and Natalia are in like a 200 square foot room at the moment, just me and her. And we have a policy on like guests. There's no guests allowed, no kids, just the client that is allowed in the room. And we'll have people that disregard that policy and will bring other people or bring their kids. And it's those are challenging situations as well. So what do you do for those clients who like will bring their kids in or bring a guest in? How do you like yeah. react to that? So like I'm really not good at confrontation when it comes to that because it's like how, <laughs> you know, like they're here, they already brought whatever person they brought with them. And it's like, how do you look them in the face and say, oh, you're not allowed to be in here, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's definitely an awkward position to be in and it's very uncomfortable and it really does Challenging. suck. However, yeah. usually, you know, like I kind of have it listed everywhere that I don't really like allow people to bring guests and mm-hmm. especially kids because me and crystal are definitely in a small studio and it gets really hot in there really fast if there's a whole bunch of bodies in there yeah um and so and we don't we only have like two waiting chairs right now so it's yeah. like you know if me and, and crystal's next client comes in to, and they are waiting and sitting in those chairs and there's people's guests sitting in those chairs waiting for them to be done in the back then it's just like okay well now there's not even enough chairs everybody has to stand around or stand in the hallway and that's just weird <laughs> yeah and also like if they bring their kids and their eyes are closed they can't watch their kids yeah. now we have to watch their kids right and then it's like even if they're like oh my kid is five and they're just gonna be on the ipad okay well half the time their ipad's loud and we have to yeah. listen to the baby games and videos they're watching and i'm like um we have music playing everybody's trying to sleep we're yeah. not trying to hear kid noises and kid stuff yeah exactly we me and Italia have to and our clientele and clients have to be respectful to that it's not just them it's now my clients in there too or Italia's clients. Right. so it's like and then i think the worst part of it is as well is the fact that 
now, you know, my client brought in her kid. Now Crystal's client thinking, oh, well, I guess if, yeah, you no. know, my kids <laughs> have something, have, like something happens last minute, I can bring my yeah. kid. Uh, no, no it's not okay. you know, and it, so it's like you, you don't want to allow it at all because it lets room for other people to be like, oh, well, I've seen it well, before. I didn't think it was her a deal. Do it. Yeah, yeah. So it's just one of those things where you kind of just want to nip it in the butt in the beginning so you don't have to deal with it later on either. However, like, I have it listed everywhere and you know I think a lot of people do assume that we would not be okay with it because we do have a small studio yeah and I you know I try to talk about it when I can you know when maybe the next time they don't bring their kid I can talk a little bit about it about how you know like you know having a kid and like I'll maybe tell a story about how a kid came in and did something and that'll give them a little hint and I know that kind of sounds rude and kind of like not confrontational and to some people may even seem unprofessional however I don't say like oh like I'm not sitting there trash talking like oh my god I hate when people bring their kids blah 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 I would just say yes one of my clients brought her kids and then they knocked over this and mm-hmm. broke it and maybe that will kind of give them a hint that maybe yeah like I I'm not, she's not okay with kids coming in and it's never like a rude um or like a bash towards people and especially my client who maybe did bring their kid in before it's not like that I don't you know, like I don't let it come off that way at all. None of my clients have ever been offended from me telling them story about someone else's kid coming in or anything like that. However, that's a way that I find comfortable and easy for me to let my clients know, kind of, you know, because I don't like, I don't want to like, do not bring your kid ever again next time. Or, you know what I mean? Like, honestly, that's depending on you and how you run your business is how you can decide of how you want to like enforce your rules. However, that's how I do mine. And that may sound stupid to some people, but it works for me. And honestly, I definitely feel like in the next place that I move, I kind of want to see if there's like, have you ever been to a nail salon where it says like, there's a long list of rules on the wall mm-hmm. no kids no this no that and I'm like oh my gosh I don't want to do that however I want to find a very calm cool and collective way of like having some like sign up yeah. somehow that's not like a rule sign but just some type of sign that I can kind of let people know like yeah you know because I like even just like no outside food and drinks because I don't want people bringing their greasy McDonald's and the whole place (laughs) was like McDonald's you know for a few hours like it's just things like that matter and you just want to be considerate of everybody else in the place at the same time as you so that's really what it's all about is just being considerate for others because you know you may not have any kids, so coming here is whatever to you. And then I have a lot of clients who they look forward to their lash, getting their yeah. lashes done because they get to lay it's down in the middle of the day time. and take a nap and they never get to do that. Or it's their only time away from the kids where they get just complete silence. So it's just like people look forward to their lash appointment for so many different reasons and you just want to be considerate of other people. Yeah. And you can also say like, you know, I'll allow it this time that you have your kid or the guests whatever but just for future reference that that's not allowed please like try not to do that again so like Atalia said there's many ways that you can go about enforcing your policies and how you portray it to your clients so whatever feels comfortable for you and another type of challenging client that I have definitely dealt with a few times in my career is clients who are never truly happy with your work So, you know, I definitely try my hardest every time I do lashes to do the best I can on that person. But we do lash, our lashes look differently on every person and every fill looks different because we do it based off the natural lash. So no, 
you know, no fill is ever really the same. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes we have to go a little bit shorter than normal. Sometimes we can go a little bit longer. It's uh, it like ranges so differently depending on the stage their lashes are in. And we do explain that to our our clients as well as we can. And we do remind them of that. However, some people, sometimes they're just still not happy, (laughs) even though you're telling them, hey, I just cannot put it 14s this time. Like your lashes are just, you know, they're definitely in the antigen stage and they just cannot afford to have a 14 on them right now in the end. So I know that we usually do more of a cat eye. However, this time we just can't really you know, achieve the cat eye full look because of your lashes on the ends. Mm-hmm. And they're like, there's clients that are like, oh, okay, yeah, truly, I understand. Thank you. And then there's the clients who are like, well, you know, I really wanted the long ones because I'm about to go on vacation or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. or just say, yeah, I just feel, can we do more long ones next time? And they kind of say a little snippy at you because you're, they're like, why didn't you put them on? And then I remind <laughs> them of them. And then it's just like every time they come in for their appointment, they have a comment before we start there's also those clients who yeah, have yeah. always a little bit something to say this eye is better than this eye or this eye and it's just like yeah nitpicking so, and then yeah mm-hmm. and there's some people who are saying it as a general like like they like a observation they just saw that but there's the people who are saying it in a way that's like why is that and like you need to fix it and you need to do better why on the eye that? yeah so it's like there's two ways to take it so that's a, that's one of those that's like my worst <laughs> favorite client is that type of client the ones that just nitpick at your work and they're not saying that you're doing a bad job however it's just they always have something to say and I'm like listen I'm trying to I'm doing the best I can however I really don't see what you see there's one client that I have that always says one eye is so much fuller than the other and I really do not see see it. it and I try so hard to make them even and I try so hard but I'm like I don't see what she's talking about so I can't even fix it because I don't see what she's talking about Mm-hmm. and I and she gets volume so it's like all fans on both sides so yeah. you know we work eye to eye we go yeah. back and forth so it's not even like I do one eye and then the other yeah. so it's just like I really don't see what she's talking about and like she like says it as a joke before every like before every fail she'll be like yeah like I hope this eye gets as close to this one and like she'll say something really? like that and I'm just like oh. <laughs> I just don't even respond anymore because I, I'm doing the best I can and I'm working with what you got, which is not a lot. So I really don't know what you want me to do. And it is, you know, it is true. One, one eye usually has more natural lashes than the other. Yeah. However, you know, like I really do not see a difference that yeah. she's seeing for some reason. And I don't know if it's just because she is being super nitpicky or yeah. if there really is a difference. However, I mean, I don't see it. So it's just one of those things that's just like, I mean, she's always compliments my work. However, she still always makes that comment. So it's just yeah. like, whatever. I just ignore it at that point because if she really was bothered, <laughs> she could go find someone else. You know, if she really, yeah. really like that was such a big issue. But mm-hmm. obviously it's not because she still compliments me and comes every month. Yeah. So there's going to be people that always you're always going to have a person that says something like you're probably going to run across clients that will have something to say about something. But don't like let that discourage you right. or make you feel like you know, you're doing something wrong, you know, like Italia said, you're doing your best and you're working with what you got and people are just being picky and then they're, they see themselves all the time and they can see, you know, oh, like, look at this, look at that, whatever the case may be. But that doesn't mean that you're doing something bad or wrong. So don't like take it personally, just explain to them as best you can and do your best. And that's really 
Yeah, all and that just you can do. The, yeah, pretty much what we're, we're saying is like literally just don't let pe- like people make you feel bad about your work because if you know that you're doing the best you can and they're still not happy, yeah. that you means can't make it might not be you. Happy. Yeah. yeah, and it might it might not be you. It might be them. And I'm not saying in every instance, you know, it's them, but I'm just saying that. In some cases, it really could not be you. Yeah. Um, so just don't, you know, let it be a Take huge burden. Yeah. yeah. And then I also want to say kind of an, as an example for that also is like sometimes I have a client come in, different clients, and they'll be like, oh, like they didn't do as well this time, like the retention. And then I'm like, I they lay down and I look closely. And I'm like, well, I feel like the retention is like yeah, pretty normal. I and they're like, no, I, it, they definitely fell out. I was like, well, maybe they're just like not what you're used to when you just first get the fill. But like it's been three or four weeks or whatever. And they just look like a normal fill to oh, me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? And they're like, I didn't think so or whatever. And that's fine. However, I'm just saying that sometimes people don't see what you You're, see. And yeah. then also sometimes people don't truly know what, what it's supposed for. to look for. Yeah. yeah. So you just can't always like let it affect you because again, you may not be the one that's wrong. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it can be the client that's wrong or just doesn't truly understand or yeah, know what they're to look not for. the professionals. So right. Don't listen to everything. But then they... I'm not saying that we're perfect either. No. So. Yeah. And not to say to like don't listen to your clients right. and like they are paying for the service and you want to do as best as you can to what they want. Right. But if you are doing that and you are doing there's the nothing you else can, you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. So, so I, I mean, like that happens all the time. And sometimes I don't let it get to me. I just get kind of like annoyed. Like I kind of secretly want to roll my eyes like, okay, like <laughs> I'm not in the mood right now to deal with these comments. However, sometimes I acknowledge them and sometimes I kind of just don't respond to them <laughs> because it's, and it's not to be rude or anything. However, I'm just not going to let that ruin my day yeah. or my mood or like put me off from my work because sometimes when stuff is discouraging, you just yeah. like kind of like want to quit, you know, yeah. or be like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of just like one of those things where you just have to push through it and you have to kind of, I'm not saying ignore it, but I am saying just like, you know, take it into consideration. Yeah. However, don't let it like affect the rest of your day or mm-hmm. your work. The last thing I want to mention is the clients who are, I don't want to say disrespectful, but like inconsiderate of your time. Um, I definitely think this kind of goes into like the policies and stuff like that. However, I just wanted to like specifically mention the clients who are always late. And Mm -hmm. that's a hard thing to, you know, confront clients about is being late because like, yeah, you have a policy on being late. However, it's very uncomfortable if your policy is, you know, you can only be 15 minutes late and then they come up, you know, their appointments at one and they come in at one sixteen. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like you don't want to be petty, like, oh, you're past the time. <laughs> and I'm done. However, it's like, are you st- are you going to tell them no at one twenty, or are you going to be like, oh, it's only five extra minutes back? Like, yeah. that's one of those things where it's kind of a very uncomfortable position to to the client's face at one twenty. You have to say no, your your appointment's canceled. I'm charging you. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's one of those things that's definitely challenging. Mm-hmm. And then especially for someone who does it repeatedly, like you know, every every month they're late to their appointment, yeah. or every other month they're just very often they cause issues with your scheduling. I'd have to fire that. Yeah. So (laughs) I definitely think that's something I wanted just to mention that again, like we said, of course, enforce your policies. However, I know it can be very confrontational and scary because you're literally to their face telling them, no, I'm not going to do your lashes anymore and I'm going to charge you Yeah. if that is your policy. However, I definitely feel like I haven't had to really do that. Um, a lot of clients, like if they know they're going to be that late, they call and I'll tell them over the phone if I can or can't. Um, mm-hmm. However, there's people who definitely push the limit. 
and are like, oh, sorry, act like it's like, oh, I didn't even realize the time. And it's kind of like, uh, <laughs> well, I did. <laughs> I can't do your lashes anymore. Yeah. So I definitely just want to mention that one because I definitely feel like that's a lot of people do deal with tardiness for their appointments. Um, yeah. But you can't let that affect the rest of your schedule for the rest of the day. And then it's also like, you know, you can do their lashes. However, it's like now you don't finish their lashes and now you're like oh you have yeah. to come in sooner for a, a fill and you have to pay full price again you know it's just one of those things where it just gets a little bit too confusing so just yeah. follow your policies whatever they are yeah and that's another one that it's like if you're breaking your policies for this one person then maybe somebody else might expect you to do it for them or you know whatever that might be so it's like it's how you said come up with your policies and know what you'll what you want and what you want to follow through with and have them in place and then follow through. And you got to be careful because, you know, you may like a client may refer another client and they might see, you might not know, but they might be friends and then they talk about it outside of the appointments of like, Oh, she let me do this. I'm like, what? She charged me for that. She didn't let me pass. You know what I mean? Like you have to be careful. You You don't know who knows who, because (laughs) there's been so many circumstances where like, I'll be talking uh, to a client about something and they'll mention a name. And I'm like, oh my God, I do her lashes. And they're yeah. like, oh yeah, I know. And I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah. And obviously I'm not saying like I would get caught up like I'm talking bad about another client, but I'm just saying like if I let someone slide with something and not the other person yeah. and then they talk exactly. about it, That's they're gonna why... there's going to be an issue. So you just got to be careful with stuff like that because I know that sounds small. However, that is a true thing and it really mm-hmm. can happen. So just be careful. That's why you just... Follow your standards for your policies so and you for your business worry about. with everybody. Yeah. yeah, you can't just let one person slide and not the other. So that's why it's important for you not to let people slide. And as always, thanks for listening and follow us on all of our socials at Lash Girls Need Love Too. Also, please subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. And feel free to leave any suggestions or reach out to us if you have any questions. We always love to hear from you, and we'll see you guys next week.